Chapter Forty Four of California Sketches by Oscar Penn Fitzgerald. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Forty Four. Father Acolti. I first met him one day in 1857 in the Santa Cruz Mountains. Stopping at a sort of wayside inn near the summit to water my horse, a distinguished-looking man who stood by his buggy with a bucket in his hand saluted me. "Good morning, sir." you wish to water your horse may i wait on you his manner would have melted in a moment a whole mountain of conventional ice it was so cordial and so spontaneous disregarding my mild protest against being waited on by my senior he filled the bucket from the sparkling fountain and gave it to the thirsty animal still panting from the long climb up the mountainside in the meantime we had exchanged names and occupations he father acolti a priest and teacher in the jesuit college at santa clara and i the writer of these humble sketches as he stood there before me he looked like anything rather than a disciple of ignatius loyola he was sturdy and fat yet refined and graceful in appearance his features were large his head massive his expression one of great benignity illuminated with frequent flashes of good humour there was also about him a something that suggested that he had suffered i fell in love with father occulty on the spot when he drove down the mountain on the one side and i on the other it really seemed as if the grand redwoods had caught a friendlier look and the wild honeysuckles a richer fragrance from the sunny-faced old priest the tone of human companionship wonderfully modifies the aspects of external nature father occulty and i met often after this on the highway in the social circles of the lovely santa clara valley and especially in the abodes of sickness and poverty i crossed his path he seemed to have an instinct that guided him to the needy and the sorrowing it is certain that the instinct of suffering souls led them to the presence of the old priest whose face was so fatherly whose voice was so gentle whose eye melted so readily with pity and whose hand was so quick to extend relief there was a tinge of romance in father occulti's history as it was told to me he was an italian of noble birth a beautiful woman had given him her heart and hand and before one year of wedded happiness had passed she died the young nobleman's earthly hope and ambition died with her he sold his estates visited her tomb for the last time and then renouncing the world applied for admission into the mysterious order of the society of jesus an organization whose history makes the most curious chapter in the record of modern religious conflict having served his novitiate he was ready for work his scientific attainments and tastes naturally drew him to the work of education and doubtless he heartily responded to the command to repair to california as one of a corps of teachers who were to lay the foundations of an educational system for the roman catholic church but in reality the jesuits had entered california nearly ninety years before and laid the foundations upon which their successors are now building the old mission churches with their vineyards and orchards are the monuments of their zeal and devotion the california digger indians were the subjects of the missionary zeal of the early jesuit fathers and whether the defect was in the methods of the teachers or in the capabilities of their indian neophytes the effort to elevate these poor red brethren of ours to the plane of christian civilization failed 
they are still savages and on the path to extinction the digger will become neither a citizen nor a christian in the conflict of vigorous races on the pacific coast he has no chance to survive the jesuits deserve credit for what they attempted in behalf of the indians we protestants who claim a purer faith and better methods have as yet done but little to arrest the process of their extirpation or elevate them in the scale of humanity i fear we have been but too ready to conclude that these poor people are not included in the command to preach the gospel to every creature the sight of a digger indian camp makes a heavy draft upon christian faith but did not christ die for them one fact in father occulty's history invested him with peculiar interest in the minds of the people he was of noble blood i do not know how many persons in the santa clara valley whispered this secret to me as a fact of great importance democrats and republicans as they are in theory no people on earth have in their secret hearts a profounder reverence for titles of nobility than the americans from father occulty himself no hint of anything of the kind was ever heard he never talked of himself nor did i ever hear him mention his religious views except in very general terms it is said and perhaps truly that the jesuits are all propagandists by profession but this old priest made you forget that he was anything but a genial and loving old gentleman with fine manners and a magnetic presence after my removal to san francisco he too was transferred to the metropolis and assigned to duty in connection with the jesuit church and college on market street here again i found his tracks wherever i went among the poor and the miserable whether it was a dying foreigner in the sand hills a young man without money hunting for work a poor widow bewildered and helpless in her grief a woman with a drunken husband and a house full of hungry children a prisoner in the jail or a sick man in the hospital father occulty's hand was sure to be found in any scheme of relief meeting him on the street you would catch a glow from his kind face and friendly voice and in most instances leave him with a smile at some little pleasantry that rippled forth as he stood with his hand resting familiarly on your shoulder he loved his little joke but it was never at the expense of any human being and his merriment never went farther than a smile that brightened all over his broad face there was that about him that repelled the idea of boisterous mirth the shadow of a great sorrow still lay in the background of his consciousness shading and softening his sky but not obscuring its light as his step grew feebler and it became evident that his strength was failing this shadow seemed to deepen there was a wistful look in his eyes that spoke of a longing for italy for his buried love or for heaven there were tears in his eyes when we parted in the street for the last time as he silently pressed my hand and walked slowly away i was not surprised when the news reached me soon after that he was dead i trust that our next meeting will be where no shadow shall dim the light that shines on us both End of chapter forty four